From COK Studios in Peter Sagel's sauna, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the presidential candidacy of Pete Buttigieg as part of our Consider the Vote 2020 coverage. We'll also consider the dangers of stress in our Consider Your Health series. And we'll consider that you can take the boy out of the modern jazz dance class, but you can't take the modern jazz dance out of the boy. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Rainbow Sunflower Dog Training and Wellness Center, now enrolling dogs for spring semester classes, including humping as a defense mechanism, puppy parkour, and crotch sniffing with consent. And the estate of Noreen Percival, providing giant novelty bow ties to public radio hosts, Sadly, Noreen didn't understand that sight gags don't work on the radio. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Mayor Pete Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana, may be one of the best-known mayors in the country. And now he's declared his candidacy for president. He is the first millennial and the first openly gay potential candidate in the 2020 race. Buttigieg served in Afghanistan, was a Rhodes Scholar, and he went to Harvard. Despite his youth, Buttigieg's pitch is built around executive experience, something he says he has more of than the current president, but so does literally every person in the nation. Because of the immense popularity he's currently enjoying, as well as his status as the only openly gay candidate for president, we investigated this very interesting man who may just be the dark horse that can win the nomination and go head-to-head with Donald Trump. Joining us to profile Buttigieg as part of our Consider the Vote 2020 coverage is our LGBT correspondent, Trevin Motley. Good to see you, Trevin. Hi, Dinah. Trevin, you've been following the Buttigieg campaign since before he even officially declared his candidacy. What have you learned so far? Well, uh, first things first, Pete is amazing. I mean, it's kind of unreal. When I first heard about him, I was like, oh, a gay candidate. That's nice. But then I actually dug in and learned some stuff. And then some more stuff. And then some more stuff. And I was completely sold. Really? You don't feel the need to maintain any kind of journalistic ob- objectivity? Um, well, let's be honest. I never had that to begin with. But even if I did, I couldn't. I mean, I literally cannot. I was interested in Pete because he was gay, but then I found out he was, like, super smart. He's like a Rhodes Scholar. And he went to Harvard. And I don't think Felicity Huffman paid to get him in. He got there the old-fashioned way. By being a white male valedictorian. That's a very impressive Hold resume. on, Diana. Hold on. That's, that's literally just chapter one. Oh. Pete, Pete is like a perfect little gay youngin, but one of those sweet ones that doesn't make you cry. He's got layers upon layers of amazingness. Oh, then proceed. Thank you. Not only is he insanely smart, he's also brave. Buttigieg was commissioned as a naval intelligence officer in the Naval Reserve in 2009 and deployed to Afghanistan in 2014. He's basically a spy. Do you know what Navy intelligence people do, Dinah? Not really, no. Yeah, yeah, neither do I. But it means that they're spies. He's like a a little gay James Bond turned boy mayor. Honestly, I thought when I read that stuff, he was cool. But there's more? Oh my god, Dinah. There's so much. Just 
Here, sit down. Sit down. You're okay. next to me. It's All just, right. I'm, I'm sitting. Good? All right. Okay. I, I haven't even gotten to the best part. He was voted the second youngest mayor in South Bend history. He championed tons of projects to revitalize South Bend. He came out as gay in 2014 so he could oppose Mike Pence's stupid and hateful Religious Freedom Restoration Act. And he won re-election in 2015 with like 80% of the vote. That's like FDR level stuff, Dinah. I mean, he is very impressive, I must say. Yeah. I bet you think I'm done, don't you? You you aren't. I'm. I can't even see done from here, Dinah. It is oh. so far over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So sit down again here. That's, All right. I, I I'm why still keep, I, why do you keep getting up? I don't no, understand. I'm still okay. Sitting. I can't believe you think I'm done. Well, clearly you're not done. So just keep going. I'm so not done. Pete speaks Norwegian and is also conversational in Spanish, Italian, Maltese, Arabic, Farsi, and French. He also plays guitar and piano, and in 2013 performed with the South Bend Symphony Orchestra as a guest piano soloist along with Sir Ben Folds. I mean, he is very good. You can say that again. He, he's very good. Thank you. He's also married to the most adorable twink I've ever seen. Chaston is so cute. Just, just look at that face. Look at that face. Look at that. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. 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 They, they met on Hinge. So there's hope for all of us, really. I mean, I, I hope I can meet my Chaston someday. I'm sure you will. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. <laughs> Pete is like the perfect millennial unicorn. He's gay and smart and likes the arts and has rescue dogs and served in the military and has a nice family. It's literally like a list of everything Donald Trump isn't came to life and married Chastin Glesman. Oh, Chastin. We appreciate this very thorough profile of Pete Buttigieg. I have more information if you need it. I'm just saying. Oh, thanks. Thanks, oh, Trevin. Okay. I mean, just call me. I will. Thank you. That was Consider the Vote 2020 coverage with Trevin Motley. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our Consider Your Health series with Alex Truman. Alex has been investigating how stress can lead to heart disease, and she's here to discuss what she's found. Glad to see you, Alex. Likewise, Cotter. So, work stress, home stress, financial stress, all of these things can really contribute to heart disease. Indeed, but everyone already knows about that. High stress can set the stage for heart disease. Big deal. I'd like to talk about a much more alarming and insidious health risk, if I may. Okay, I was kind of interested to hear the heart disease story, but... Boring! While I was looking into the stress story, I discovered something that shook me to my core. A health risk that I had never even fathomed. Roll it, Skippy! Um, my name is Ryan. Whatever. It happened in a split second, and he doesn't remember any of it. He doesn't remember dropping to the field, nor does he remember how he got hit. When he came to, he was sitting on the sidelines with an EMT, being evaluated for what turned out to be his first concussion. Over the next two years, he'd suffer another two concussions while out on the field, hardly what he had expected when he decided to start playing Quidditch. I just want to play the sport I love, but it's far more dangerous than even J.K. Rowling could have imagined. Jordy Desmond is a chaser for the Chudley Cannons Quidditch Club in Albany, and he is one of many who have been injured time and again by the once fictional sport made famous in the Harry Potter books. Now Desmond is in a league that plays weekly matches of fast-paced co-ed Full contact combination of dodgeball, rugby, and basketball. 
It's brutal. And sadly, we don't have the luxury of Madame Pomfrey or things like Skelligrow to fix our injuries. The real-life game of Quidditch is similar to the fictional sport, sods the flying broomsticks. To make up for that, players run with a piece of PVC pipe between their legs, sprinting up and down the field with as many as five balls in play at a time. I love the game, but nobody seems to be taking Quidditch injuries seriously. When I went to the hospital for a broken wrist after a match against the Duluth Dumbledores, they just kept saying, put some ice on it, Harry Potter, and laughing at me. The injuries sustained on the Quidditch pitch are no laughing matter. A new study shows that Quidditch's concussion numbers are relatively high when compared to other full-contact sports. I'd say that we need to change the rules, but we don't want to ruin the essence of the game. I don't like getting injured, but I also don't want to risk losing the Quidditch World Cup either. It's a real pickle. People think that the sport is a bunch of asthmatic nerds shouting spells from atop models of the Nimbus 2000. But it is a very brutal game played by tough, athletic, asthmatic nerds. For now, I'm just going to keep playing, but I don't want to get hurt either. I guess I'll just have to ask myself, what would Harry Potter do? I, I think that's a bad idea. Maybe you should remember that in the end, it's just a book. Just a book? Good day, muggle. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I said good day! I'm really worried for the safety of those Quidditch players, Connor. I can see that. I know that I was always barred from sports because of my lack of bone density and my poor eyesight, but could some Harry Potter game be worth all these health risks? It does seem risky. I hope U.S. Quidditch starts looking after its players. Nobody needs to take a quaffle or a bludger to the head, even if they don't have a chronically soft fontanelle like I do. Thanks for this very eye-opening report, Alex. You're welcome, Connor. Draco Dormian's Nuncomtidolindus. Huh? That is the Hogwarts motto. Never tickle a sleeping dragon. Makes sense. That was Consider Your Health with Alex Truman. Now it's time for our weekly Big Little Wins. Congratulations to Connie Swenson in Houston, who paid for the standard $5 car wash last week, but actually ended up getting the $7 Supreme car wash by mistake. Sure, the undercarriage wash is kind of a ripoff, but you didn't have to pay for it, so who cares? We definitely like this squeaky clean Big Little Win. Kudos also to Jon Snow of Westeros, who finally found out some very critical information about his family this past Sunday. Sure, it means that the man you thought was your father has been lying to you your entire life and you've been sleeping with your aunt. But in the end, isn't knowing the truth better than not? We think that honesty is the best policy, even when it involves incest. So we consider this a big little win. If you'd like to share a win with us, post it on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team at Public Radio, visit ConsiderOurKnowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. To subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at iTunes or at Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Jeremiah Knight, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Skippy. I mean, 
Ryan Shattuck. Thanks for listening. I'm Connor Melly. Draco Dormian's Nudquam Tiddledness. Fuck. <laughs> no. ah, so close. Oh. <laughs> That's really hard to say. <laughs> Tiddledness. That was so good. Oh. Fuck, that's funny. Okay. 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 Rolls off the tug. Okay. <laughs>